0: listening to the loving bdsm podcast episode 352 kayla lords here with the one the only the most sadistic daddy dom i personally know and let near my ass john brownstone
1: I thank you that i take that as a great compliment
0: i mean if i'm picking i think i prefer your daddy dom side (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> i don't know
0: what my ass prefers but <laughs> but the baby girl in me mm. is saying more butt rubs okay less sharp blinding pain Ah, i mean the masochist in me will rear her head eventually but right now the baby girl in me is like please just rub my butt, see, daddy I'm,
1: I'm working on it. i want to get that you know i'm <laughs> That's where I'm...
0: we got to build up my stamina.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: We're not talking about that this week. No. No. This week, we're going to answer some more relationship questions from Therapy Jeff. We did some of these several weeks mm-hmm. ago. We're doing some more again this week. This time, these are questions to help us get back in touch with how much we actually love each other. Aww. Um, because, yes, even even we sometimes need to remind each other we actually like each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's not that we forget but we kind of forget and then it comes out in our tone and mm. so we're gonna i don't know if we're gonna stumble into disgusting cuteness like we used to we might uh, <laughs> but we're gonna do this grand experiment with everybody else listening in <laughs> see what That's happens scary i know Welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education. And show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Loving BDSM, on FetLife at Loving BDSM PC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, Loving DS and the number one. So at Loving DS1 or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Loving BDSM. where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. Okay. Okay.
1: And I'm going to kick the fans on. It's
0: really just a fan. It's not multiple fans.
1: Well, there's two fans in the fan.
0: But it's one unit.
1: With two fans.
0: But it's one unit. (laughs) If you want it to be two fans, that's fine. Whatever daddy said.
1: How many fans do you see when you look at that? I see one. I'm sorry. I see one. It's all. How many fans <laughs> do you see when you look at that box?
0: I see two circles. That is what I see. But my brain goes, that is a fan. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can want me to be different. <laughs> you can even want a different response.
1: In case you didn't see it, our um, mods are having internet connectivity issues
0: okay then we will do our best to keep our eyes yes. open oh i have been meaning to make you an actual mod you keep and talking I keep forgetting. about that
1: <laughs> you keep telling me you're going to give me some power around here but you know
0: oh the irony the irony <laughs> okay uh <laughs> like actually get into things <coughs> i feel so sorry for anybody who's just finding us for the first time and this this is what, is what they they're get. getting it is and it isn't like this all the time um, oh. before we get into the actual episode we do have some announcements i don't know why i wrote them in this order i'm gonna flip some things around um we are No, I'm not. I'm going to keep them the same. Okay. Chaos. Chaos. Okay. We are sponsoring ourselves once again, because that's what we do. Um, Because I keep not responding to the person, the company that wants to sponsor us. Girl. I know. I know. Girl. So we're sponsoring yourselves. Um, This particular episode is focused around our relationship and in our case, sort of reconnecting. Um, And I thought it was a good time to remind folks who maybe are just setting up their power exchange, figuring out that they're kinky and that they want a power exchange. Maybe they're in a power exchange and are like, okay, we got past the basics, but like... The, the rest of this real life shit is like kind of fucked up. We have workbooks that can maybe help you work through those things, talk through those things with a partner, um, 30 Days of DS, 30 Days of DS volume two, plus a long distance DS um, workbook that's about figuring out the strategy of how you're gonna actually do the thing in DS uh, from a distance those are all available on our Etsy shop. There's tons of other stuff there too. But uh, because of the nature of this week's topic, I thought I would just remind folks that we uh, have some digital workbooks there. The moment you make your purchase through Etsy and Etsy approves like this, their thing, like it's an immediate download. It's a PDF, you can print it, you can use your digital planner, you can use, like whatever you use for doing anything with a PDF, you can do that. Um, and the 30 days of DS one and two have as, the title implies, 30 things. So there's, you can use them as conversation starters with a partner or as like journal prompts if you're like doing some self-reflection or both. Um, And yeah, so. Etsy shop linked in the places. Um, like I said, you'll find other stuff there too, but that's that's what I thought we would remind folks that we have. Those are workbooks that we've made. Um, we have links to resources in them from content we've made. And we talk about our personal experiences, especially in the long distance DS one. So there you go. Uh, next announcement. This Friday, so this the day this episode goes live on podcast apps, Friday, May 19th at 9.30 PM Eastern, we will be going live here on YouTube. It is our monthly hangout thing that we do. Um, There's also a Q and A in it. um, And we just hang out and chit chat and get silly and you know when there's no questions we're talking um sometimes jb hits me with things consensually um but i have to remind him that we have a place where he gets to hit me with things. (laughs) another place those are just love taps that's true compared
1: to you know Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: and then um so for podcast listeners um the the link to the live stream will be in the show notes on friday but also i put it in our newsletter um in case you know, for people who want to join it, but maybe they're not subscribed on YouTube or they don't—they're not regularly on YouTube. Um, so I try to put the links as many places as I can, and then the third and final announcement: we're going on a break. Uh, and we're doing it different than we usually do. We always, every few months, we take like a week off. Our week is actually going to be technically from a Wednesday to a Wednesday. So from y'all's perspective, we're going to be gone for two weeks because it'll be two Wednesdays where there's no live stream. So two Fridays where there's no episode. Mm -hmm. Um, Probably one of those weeks, there'll be no newsletter. Um, Family's coming into town, the 17-year-old's graduating uh, high school. We need to take some time to rework our recording configuration and live stream configuration. And um, we were like, oh, all of this can, this just works. So um, May 19th on Friday will be the last time we go live or stream or do anything content wise until basically June. Um, We might, as we're working on the reconfiguration of stuff, we may pop on like a random live that serves no purpose other than to test. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know if you're around and you see that
1: talk about that a little right, bit right. more in the yeah bonus.
0: so <sighs> those are the announcements as uh chaotic as all of that just was
1: and lola's using my foot as a pillow for her head
0: so you're stuck there and you can never move yeah until she's ready for you to move. right right okay so this week's topic, now that we're finally there, um, we have done an episode similar to this in the past um, from the same content creator that I found on Instagram. I believe he's also on TikTok and probably everywhere else. Uh, It goes by Therapy Jeff on Instagram. Um, He talks about relationships a lot and Mm -hmm. gives food for thought or questions or conversation starters for couples. And it's all geared towards anybody, but it's all non-kink kind of stuff. And y'all know me, I love to kink up some vanilla shit. Like, <laughs> how can I turn this really cool non-kinky thing into definitely a kinky thing? This is one of them. Um I've linked in the places to the Instagram reel where I got these questions and solve this original post. If you would like to follow Therapy Jeff or hear him for yourself or whatever. Um, and his post is 10 questions to get back in touch with how much you love your partner. So the reason we're doing this is because it is timely. The uh, day before I came across this real, I don't even, even follow Therapy Jeff. He just comes up in my recommended <laughs> and I just watch. Um, We had been, the day before I found this real though, we had been really snappish with each other that day. Like tensions have been a little, eh, there's been extra stress on top of the day-to-day stress. It's just been, it's been a moment. And we both kind of simultaneously got snippy with one another in a conversation where Nobody was angry at each other we it's just the
1: And there was no reason for right. it. Right, it was just the yeah. tone
0: we were taking with one another and yes, can have your opinions about a submissive taking that kind of tone. <laughs> but I looked at you after I realized what had happened and went can we talk to one another like we love one
1: another? (laughs) I miss that. That's no fun.
0: Right. And so then the very next day I see (laughs) this and I go, this is for us. And why would we do anything privately when we can do it publicly for everybody else to witness? (laughs) So um, we're going to answer these questions together. um, And, if you are finding yourself kind of in a similar place in your own relationship, maybe life's just, just a little much and you're not like being your very best dom or sub self or just partner self. Um, if any of these kind of questions like resonate with you, maybe you can have the conversation in your own relationships. Um, so yeah, here we go. So, Uh, I'm going to read the question, and then we'll give each other an opportunity to to answer it. The first question is, why did you choose each other in the first place? So why did you choose me, Daddy? I didn't.
1: You chose me.
0: Daddy! (laughs) (laughs) God! (laughs) Uh.
1: No, you you liked my sense of humor.
0: No, you can't say why I chose you. Why did you choose me?
1: Okay, you like my sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> <you were. laughs>
0: it's going to be a long-ass episode. <laughs> There's ten of these motherfuckers, okay?
1: <laughs> but no, really, that, that was one of the things, um, you know, we met on, on our blogs. You, I was doing some goofy shit on my blog, and you liked it.
0: Oh, God, I thought you were hilarious. If yeah. I had only known how far you would take the dad jokes and the puns.
1: Hey, it was in the fine print.
0: It's, I mean, you, it wasn't even there. It was out. It was in bold, print. right? It was all capitals. You yeah. never hid your, no. You're very no. much dad no. sense of humor.
1: No, But you, you appreciated it and that.
0: Oh yeah. Cause it's, you have an mm-hmm. intelligent humor. I mean, it was like, it was unexpected and it was funny and it was like irreverent. And it, I came across your blog at a time when I was, there was a lot of upheaval and, I was nursing a broken heart. And so, yeah, you made me you made me laugh. But that's the only reason you chose me is because I laughed. Come on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, the other the other thing, it was several things. It was that and it was the fact that you could carry on a good conversation. Oh,
0: God, yeah. If we can't carry on a conversation, what the fuck are we doing? Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know. That, that kind of impressed me, especially when we um, moved our conversations into email.
0: Mm. Where I flourish. Give me unlimited characters. I can do so this.
1: I, so I noticed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: So. Okay. Right. Anything else?
1: So why did I choose you? Why did you, you choose me?
0: Well, what, yes. Yes. You were funny. I mean, that, that, hum- I mean, if somebody can make me laugh, that's always like a draw. That's always endearing. But you were also you're also a very good listener you were never that guy that had to interject your opinion you were not trying to mansplain anything to me you did not talk over me you did not negate any of my opinions like you're just when you're paying attention and invested <laughs> two things that are key here <laughs> <when> you're <laughs> <laughs> um you're an amazing listener and you you will share how you feel or think about something Even sometimes the answer I'll ask, I would ask the question of what are you thinking or how do you feel? And you you would honestly go, I don't know. But when you did know, you didn't, like there was no showboating. There was no thumping your chest. There was no, you know, I am this dom guy and you will, but like there was, you were, there was no false, there was no arrogance, there was confidence. And it's always been a quiet confidence and it's very comforting. Like I know where I stand with you. So I never Mm -hmm. had to worry about that but I also know that you can handle, and I we figured out very early, you can handle me, not at my worst, but like I'm a lot of things and I can, once I'm comfortable, especially I, yes. <laughs> I can be out there, you know, and I I'm loud and I'm talkative and I'm opinionated and, you know, I have big reactions and if I'm not having a big reaction, you should probably come check on me because it's even it's worse than you thought it was. But like, and you didn't shy away from that. You embraced it. You went, that's who you are. and I, I like that girl. Okay. um, So, I mean, there's probably about a million and one reasons ultimately over time where we went, yes, you're my person. But when I think back to the beginning where I was like, okay, we went from, you were a funny guy with, with these pictures on your blog to we're having detailed in-depth mm-hmm. paragraphs long conversations by email every right. day of which I still have every one of those emails same um the, those <laughs> were the, those were the things those were the that was that was what I was drawn to but you you never like I'm for about half a minute and in a scene I love that overly confident larger than life dom persona but in a day-to-day like we're we we gotta be two people just living life Mm -hmm. that's too much and you you never presented that to me until it was a kink moment and whether it was over the phone or we were together and it was It was the heat of the moment and it was, it was the scene. It was what was called Part of what we were
1: doing at that time. Right,
0: but outside of that, I never, you never lost your authority. You just didn't need to present it in that way. Because I'm the type of person that if I trust you and care for you and feel cared for by you and feel seen and heard by you, then you're gonna get my respect and I'm going to allow Mm -hmm. you to have that authority. You never had to take it or, you know, Show that you, you know, you were the big bad, blah, 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 like that. That, no, no. But when you would turn it on, it was hot as fuck. That was also <laughs> another good reason to choose you. It was because uh, it, there's, it's funny. I, I am uncomfortable by doing the look into each other's eyes thing, mostly because I don't always know what I'm seeing. I get kind of like, what does that expression mean? But tone of voice and body language, I respond to very well. So you Mm. have always been the look in my eyes, look, you make eye contact. And I'm always like, okay, this is difficult. But if I don't have to look at you and I keep my head bowed or or we're on the phone and it's the other things that aren't hard for me. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. You just, you had this way about you. And, but it wasn't a constant showboaty thing, which is important. And I think a, a lot of people who uh, would have been, you know, socialized as feminine or as a woman would understand there's, I mean, sometimes you like it, but most of the time it's, it's too much. It's like, what are we doing here? And you never did that. Okay. <laughs> Next question. I love you. <laughs> you keep looking over at me like, Oh, that's right. I like this girl. <laughs> See, can be nice okay okay when i get out of my own fucking head i give me nice. <laughs> next question what is your favorite memory together what's your favorite memory of us
1: oh gosh that's a tough one mm-hmm. um i'd have to say one of the one of the top memories of us is the time you came down for the weekend and we trashed a hotel room
0: memory is fuckery <laughs> of course your favorite memory is fuckery <laughs> i i mean yes you know what i don't even know if we're physically capable of that level of acrobatics or i don't i don't know right. we'd have right. to go on a serious fitness plan before we could mm-hmm. do that again um i you know it's funny i enjoy that memory it, it mm-hmm. i already know what my favorite memory is but um but I, I can see why it's your favorite. We were yeah. we were at our peak fuckery nest. Yeah. at that point. At that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And and I one of one of my other favorite memories is when I came up to visit you one time, and I cannot remember the name of the restaurant, mm-hmm. but I can see the place. Um, you and I we went out for a, a very quiet, very nice dinner that night.
0: Was it the seafood place? Was I wearing the dress? Yeah. That I, I think I finally, 10 years later, I've not worn it and fit into it in seven or eight years. I yeah. finally gave it away. Yeah. I think. I might still have it. I love that dress because I was sexy in it. And I loved it because that date, that was a very good, because we walked along the beach. and Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. That, that
1: was a very special night.
0: I know. And I, it's funny because this isn't really what it probably should be about, but I remember feeling sexy and mm-hmm. wanted and so, did I feel submissive or did I feel feminine? Those two things are not the same thing, but I know that they're like, I was f- feminine in my submission. Like I felt nobody's ever going to describe me as dainty. <laughs> and we've been at minimum the same height from day one. I'm now a little taller. Uh, thanks bad back. Um, but <laughs> like I felt, I think I felt small and cared for in this, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I hesitate to use the word dainty, but there was something about it where I felt that energy and you were mm-hmm. very much like, it was the way you held my hand and it was the way, oh, I love it when you put my your hand on the small of my back, like, oh, holy <laughs> shit, just bend me over the rail now, holy shit. <laughs> uh, not everybody can do that, but, but there was just this air of, Yes, it was my town. Yes, it was a place I knew about, but you were taking care of everything. Mm-hmm. We were on this date and you were like in your very quiet way, you're you're dumbly confident, like I'm I'm the guy in charge. And and you know, from appearances, you might not guess that and it's fine. I don't give a fuck if anybody can guess it. Yeah. But that night the air about you, the the servers were talking to you first, you know, mm-hmm. the the men like in the couples are just individual men that we might pass. We're like looking at you first or like doing the nod that, you know, especially older <laughs> men, like that's, there's this nod and I don't know what it means. I don't have to. And it, yeah, I, yeah, that was, that was a good night. Mm-hmm. I, I might still, I might still have that dress, but I might've finally parted with it. I'll never be small enough to get into that thing again. These hips have spread too fucking much, but I kept that dress because I felt sexy in it. Mm -hmm. And it was tied to that night.
1: You look marvelous in that dress. Oh God.
0: If I didn't have to do unhealthy things to get back down to that, I, cause I felt, there's very few times I feel sexy. That was one of those times I felt sexy. I knew I was sexy that night (laughs) because like everything about like, the, like, not even, it wasn't things you said. It was just, I don't know, like the whole atmosphere. So those are really good memories.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> You're going to laugh. Uh-oh. My favorite memory. And hold on. YouTube, you'll get to see this podcast. I'm sorry. You won't because it's a podcast you can't see. There's uh-huh. a picture of us on your motorcycle together when you di- didn't have your full beard. If anybody would like to see this, hold this thought
2: okay
0: so um was that my first time on a motorcycle with you is when i still lived up in the in fort walton and you came to visit yeah we took a selfie Mm -hmm. and i was terrified but i was so excited and every time i see this picture of us i have it in a couple places we have it here Mm -hmm. it's still on my phone i think it's on like it's i've got it several places we were so happy and so like excited to be together. Now, did I scream like a maniac while you were doing 30 miles an hour going now, down the road? Yes, I what, did. What what
1: what is funny about that? You were in the townhouse then. Yep. yep. And with <laughs> your first time on a motorcycle. Oh god. I had, I had ridden up to see you, mm-hmm. taking the bike up to see you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think we probably tried half a dozen times to leave the parking lot <laughs> of that of the townhouse.
0: It's like a little one narrow lane. It's not like a parking lot, parking yeah. Lot either. <laughs> it's like an alleyway.
1: <laughs> because you were so you were so nervous.
0: I my palms got so sweaty. It's my hands sweated into, into your shirt. Yeah. Yeah, left palm prints on your stomach. (laughs) Mm
1: hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And I I think what finally did it for you was when I said, you know, okay, look, if you're that nervous, maybe we just need to. And I went, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. We're going to do this. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Mm. I was going to say, this is probably still true on some levels, but I felt it most when we were still long distance especially early in our relationship and Mm -hmm. our power exchange I did things that scared the shit out of me so I could do them with you and I don't do that a lot anymore like I have to do shit Mm -hmm. that scares me all the time but when everything scares you that's not exactly news like making a phone call is scary (laughs) Um, so when you were like, no, this is too much for you. You, this is, we're not gonna do this. This is too much for you. I can do this, I will do this. And I did, I left sweaty handprints on your shirt. (laughs) And every time you had to like break, or make like kind of even we w- didn't even like make that many turns like no. where we were going to eat for lunch was a straight pretty shot much straight shot yes um, <laughs> <laughs> but every time I felt the bike like have to veer but I, did I shriek yes I did now here's what's funny that for after that first time I did I was I was still nervous because mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't have experience with it and I'm yeah. a nervous person in general but um, after that like once I got comfortable enough with it that I could at least stay calm, um, I was like, well, when are we going again? When are we going again? And now, you know, you had, before you lost the bike and the accident in 2021, um, you hadn't ridden it for a while because it had needed work and it had sat too long. There's just been so much, blah, blah, blah. And so when you got the bike working again and we're going to start riding it again you were like i have to get back into the zone of being able to do this myself right so i didn't get to ride with you and i had gained a lot of weight and i was like yeah and it, you're gonna have a new balancing act because i'm not this, this is not the same body that rode with you back in the day and so while you know it's not you riding your motorcycle is not my passion like it is for you mm-hmm. i miss it and i have it's been longer even for me. So who Lord, it'll be interesting when you get your bike. No, you got we've got a whole plan for your bike that it won't right. be, I will not, I don't think I'll be tense at all when I, I'm riding on that, on that once mm-hmm. we get to that. But um, I think part of it is the reason I'm like, I'm so insistent that come hell or high water, we will figure this out is because it's tied back to To that, to that, and those those first memories, and even though I was terrified out of my fucking mind at first, I was so (laughs) joyous. Like the picture, this to me, that's that's what I I remember: the sweaty palms and the screaming. And I know you do too. But I also (laughs) remember how excited I was to be with you doing that thing. Yeah, and I could do things that scared me. Because you were with me. And that's been true since we've been together. I'll do a whole hell of a lot of shit because my daddy Dom is with me and is holding my hand or is standing behind me or is supporting me or is making me or whatever. But I feel like, you know, mid-30s me was, was a lot bolder and brasher than mid-40s me. Hmm. Mid-40s me is sort of worn down. <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, Okay. So... This is one where we're saying what the other has done for mm-hmm, us. Next mm-hmm. question. Oh, no. Oh, my God. We've been talking for so long and we're yep. barely in. No, actually, wrong one. What qualities do you admire most in your partner? So, not about you, about I know. what, okay. yeah. what do you admire about me.
1: Um, I'm afraid. No, don't be afraid. I I think the best quality that I admire in you is your belief in me because i had spent so much of my life with people not believing in me Mm -hmm. and and for you to be there and so staunchly believe in me and the things i could do that meant a lot it still does
0: i know i usually believe in you more than you believe in you which it's a sad thing to feel like i'm I use this in a lighthearted way, bullying you into things. And I'm like, you're capable of that. What the hell? What, what are you doing sitting on your mm-hmm. ass? I, I, she says, submissively. <laughs> 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 um, what about you? I admire a lot of qualities in you and a lot of them are the things that drew me to you the fact the fact that you're so humble a-, a little too humble like the amount of things that you know you are really good at and you're like i'm actually kind of crap and i'm like let me show you the spreadsheets and the dollar amounts no you're not bad <laughs> at this um and you know and it it goes both ways i believe in you and you believe in me Like none of what we'd be doing today would have happened if you hadn't believed in me first and gone. Not only do I think you can do this freelance thing, work for yourself, do the things you say you want to do, but I'll bankroll it. I'll, I'll cover you and your children while you make the attempt. And then as I got further in and it became more about the Kayla Lord stuff and less about my, my non-kink stuff, you were like, sure. I'll join you. Sure. I'll help you. Sure. I'll do the thing with you. Like I know, I am a person with a shit ton of ideas, many of which are probably bad ideas. Um, and I don't think you've ever hesitated. Yeah, but you
1: to, you snookered me in on that one. You told me originally you just have to be behind the scenes, do some and editing you work
0: for like six whole weeks. <laughs> um, can't help it that we're better together. <laughs> but you know, that's the thing. I I can't think of the last time you told me like no to an idea or you pushed back. But I know that you would if I come mm-hmm. out with something like
1: oh, I have, completely not, out of yeah.
0: pocket and like just <laughs> off in crazy land. And you're going to be like, mm. you're never you never tear me down. Mm-mm. But you will kind of ask questions and make me think about it a little bit more. But when I have but for the most part, when I have an idea, if I can come to you with like solid like here's the plan and blah blah blah, you completely support me like you're like, yeah, baby girl go do it. Go do the thing. Put your ass on the internet. It'll be great. (laughs) I'm
2: like, okay.
0: (laughs) So yeah, it's, I don't know. I mean, I, my previous relationships, non kinky, I fell in love with potential more than reality. Mm -hmm. And so it's a little scary. Scary to not scary, but I'm aware that it's not good to fall in love with potential. You gotta fall in love, you gotta be in love with the part, the real person. Like, you gotta look at who that person is. And so, to know that I support you because I see your potential, and you support me because you see my potential, and you we support each other. I know why it works because we have backed up the potential with reality. We, to the best of our ability, do what we say we'll, we'll do. We honor our commitments, we put in as much effort as we possibly can into things. And and we do that for one another. So you're off working on something with the kinkery that I can't do, but I'm I'm the cheerleader in the stands going, you got this daddy, how can I help you? And I'm over here wiggling my ass on the internet. And you're like, you got this baby girl, you're gorgeous. You know, we're just we're each other's biggest mm-hmm. cheerleaders. And there's like, there's lots of qualities you possess that I love, but when I think about what is it that makes me feel safe and secure? And like, I can do anything. It's because I've got you going, baby girl, you can do anything. What you want to do? it can't cost a million dollars, but what you want to do, we're going to do it. Um, And all the things we have now and the things we've done wouldn't have happened if you hadn't been a cheerleader and a staunch supporter, and sure, I'll get in there and do that crazy ass bullshit with you on the internet. Like, I know, I know how fortunate I am, so. And you always deserve to have somebody in your corner cheering you on. And you know, do I get pissed mm. off every time I think about all the fuckers who failed you prior to you meeting me? Yeah, a little bit. I get pissed <laughs> off about that on your behalf. <laughs> but you got me now, so here we are. True, true, true. Mm-hmm. Okay, next question. Oh, well, here we go. Yeah. How has your partner supported you during challenging times?
1: Ah, uh, we actually just kind of talked about this the other day our
0: whole life right now is challenging
1: yeah yeah well you know
0: 2021 to now
1: yeah (laughs) um you know i i think what has meant the most to me through all the challenges we've been going through especially the last few years um in in past relationships um that i've been in uh i've had partners you know that have gone well okay you know yeah, this is a shit storm, but you know, here it's all yours. It's I your want no, shit storm. It's your shit storm. I want no part of this.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, keep me out of it.
0: Right, right. Go through the worst thing of your whole fucking life, but do it over there and on your own time. Right. Don't bother me with it. Yeah. And
1: um, you, you have not done that. You, you have stood by me and and walked this walk with me, side by side, and and you know, held me up when I. Couldn't hold myself up, and I hope I've done the same for you. But you know, I, I I think that that that's the biggest thing that you you have stood by my side through all this. And I
0: then I get mad at the people who failed you and yeah. for me that you think that that is somehow a fucking astonishing. That's like the very <laughs> definition of partner. We are partners. Yes, you are my daddy, Dom, and you are in charge, and I'm trying to be as submissive as possible and do what you say. But at the end of the day, we are in this together, and truly, the way we've configured our life, we are in it together at mm-hmm. every level. And you know, there's an argument to be made that that's not always great to not have any separation. But what it I figured out early on, we are better together than apart. But when you say, "Okay, I'm your partner," it it can't just be in the fucking good. It's got to be in the shit and the hard yeah. times, and because, quite frankly sometimes we're all we fucking got right like i'm the only one there to push you along in my tough love kind of way in my (laughs) grating annoying kind of way um and you know you're the one there going you got this for me it's always sort of a lack of confidence for me um where i'm like you know, the ideas aren't working or the strategies aren't working. And I'm like, okay, what am I doing? And you're over there going, no, you've you've got this, you've got this. And I'm, you know, we reciprocate that, you know, I, you're not going to go through hard stuff without me because what I've learned over all these years is I can't make the hard stuff less hard. You can't make the things I go through less difficult. But when you have somebody there that you can, Lean on and that will support you, and that will encourage you, and they'll just remind you that you are a person worthy of love and affection, it's a whole hell of a lot easier to get through mm-hmm. the moment. And quite frankly, what would our other options be to not try to get through these hard times to sit still and let everything pile on yeah. top of us? Well, that's not fucking sustainable. So you know what? I'm, I linked arms with you at good times. I was happy to do shit with you at good times. Well, guess what that means? We're going to do it in
1: shitty times. times too the
0: hard part. And this is where this episode topic ended up being so important is because what happens to us both, and we do this to each other, we get so in our heads about the shit times and we forget mm-hmm. that we've got the other, that then we ter- we don't turn on each other, like we don't have fights, we're not we're not arguing, but we are not speaking to one another with a lot of love and affection. It's very rushed and I don't have time for this and I got shit on my we're, mind. We're
1: and, both in our own orbits doing our own, right. yes.
0: And we're each trying to reach our goals so that we can fix the problem and we're doing it separately, but together. And that means in those moments where we're coming back together and we're in our own head, we mm-hmm. forget the love and connection part. But yeah, I mean, you're, you've you been my biggest supporter, quite frankly, almost since day one. Like, not like exactly day one, but by the time we figured out there was a connection and mm-hmm. we were we were it for the other. We didn't know what that meant at the time, but like, it was, it was you and me. I mean, I've had, I have been fortunate enough to have good close friends who supported me and bigged me up and my mom is a supporter. I'm Mm -hmm. very lucky to have three people beyond you. So it was important to me. It was telling to me that you were that big of a supporter, but like it was, it was an extra happy surprise that you were such a supporter. Um, Whereas I know for you, uh i was the first partner you serious partner you'd had that was like okay we're on the same team together okay Mm -hmm. your problems are my problems and i mean i still remember you were you had i think you were between paychecks there was something weird going on with your money and you needed to buy a gift for your mom and you were like oh i'm gonna be late with her gift because i can't get this thing and blah, blah 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 and i went i got you
1: yeah yeah
0: and it, you know it's weird I that was not something I sat and thought about before I did it it kind of fell out of my mouth and then my brain caught up and went are you should you be offering that me a single mom with two kids I was making the mm-hmm. best money of my life which was not that great but still and I was like but he needs it and that's just why that wasn't the moment I went oh clearly we're connected because I don't I don't do that for a lot of people my my trust issues prevent that but you needed it I had it I'll help you, and I mean that's kind of been us from the beginning. It has. It was it has. how our DS started. I needed mm-hmm. help with something, and you went, "Okay, I'll help you." You know, there was none of this. What's in it for me? Mm-hmm. What's you know? Why me? Like we just we, we were we were never like that, and thank God that sounds awful. So,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> what is something your partner does that makes you feel loved and appreciated?
1: It's not so much something you do,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it is something I look forward to at the end of the day. hmm When we go to bed mm-hmm. and we have our little routine, mm. you know, when I spank you, give you permission to go to bed, we get in bed, I read the weather for the next day. Mm-hmm. To you, and, and
0: if I'm not listening, I have to ask you to repeat it
1: <laughs> again and again and again <laughs> and again. Because <laughs> you're playing mahjong. Oh yeah, yeah. That's how I go to sleep. And and but then even after that, we have our little ritual of how we get of, into position. Of how we get into position and and mm-hmm. finally go to sleep mm mm-hmm. Spoon.
0: Little, I'm Little Spoon. He's Big Spoon. Yeah. He's always cold, thank God, because I'm hot. <laughs> so his cold thighs meet my hot ass, and then there's like a sizzle and some steam, and, but we're happy because <laughs> so we're like, oh, good.
1: So it, it's not something so much that you do, per se, mm-hmm. but it's something I look forward to. Oh, yeah. The, that, night's n- the day's whole, not
0: complete and the night's not correct if we don't go through that. The yeah. f- couple of times we've been so angry at one another, we... Yeah, Mm-mm. I've actually <laughs> like I it pains me to ever point out something I think you've done wrong or where I think you're wrong Like it I feel guilty being a submissive partner who's like my dom has fucked this up And I have to point it out like all kinds of like a therapist would have a field day um, But in the middle of a bad night where we're arguing, which thankfully it's been a while mm-hmm. And we don't go through that whole night's fucked. I'm not sleeping. Yeah. You're not sleeping um, nobody's having a good time. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the day does not end well if we don't end with that right. ritual and routine. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's kind of a cop out to say, not everything you do, but w- when I feel the most loved is I think when we feel, and it's been a while because it's, there's just been so much going on. When we flow into our more natural daddy dom, baby girl state where you Mm -hmm. are caregiving with authority, but there's a word I want your, oh shit. There's an indulgence there. I don't mean indulging like I get everything I want, but like you think my antics are, cute and funny and you know right there's this smile that you get that's a very indulgent smile there's this look on your face where you're like that's my baby girl you know baby girl's gone baby girl (laughs) and (laughs) and i can just be that silly goofy slightly childish side of myself i can I'm not thinking about what kids got, what project do and what class, this email to this, this call to this, Mm -hmm. this bill, this work thing, this whatever. We just are having these, and sometimes it's like 30 seconds. It's not always very long, Mm -hmm. but when we can slip into that and I get to feel that side of myself and everything else falls away for a moment, that indulgent side of you it makes me feel very, very loved. Your caregiver side makes me feel very loved, which is why sometimes it's hard to in kink scenes for it to only be your sadistic side. Because I mean, look, my mascot side's <laughs> like, okay, let's do the thing. Mm-hmm. I like to just be all hot and sweaty and raggedy looking when we're done. This is great. <laughs> but sometimes what I need is more of the tenderness. Mm-hmm. And I think I think the the imbalance we currently have is that when we play is very much a cathartic, sadism, masochist. Yeah, we're still daddy and baby girl, we're we're still playful, Mm -hmm. but the focus is on how much is this gonna hurt? And what we don't get outside of our scene is enough uh, time to just sit and be that part of ourselves where- Yes, uh, uh, um, YouTube folks would be staring at JB, wondering why does he look so confused? So we usually close the door to our office. Um, anybody who could hear the wailing earlier, that was Ella thinking she was desperately alone. She finally waltzed through the door that didn't get closed today. There's no kids at home it right was, now.
1: It was closed. It w- it was. What
0: Do you think that the door's just not closing all the way?
1: I need to get that old blind down because that, the string uh, keeps it from closing. It feels time. like it's closed and, it's and then it just kind gotcha. of okay. cracks back open. So
0: pardon the interruption.
1: Sorry about that. So,
0: but yeah, mm. so I feel the most loved when you're your indulgent daddy dom self, which is, it's hard to find right now when our waking moments are like, here are the things that we need to do. Here are the mm-hmm. things that have not been done, but That keep that on the list. Here's the... Yeah. Here's the things where, here's the shortfall, here's the plan, here, like, if there's a lot of that, and that just does not lend itself to... No,
1: been, there's been a lot of balancing and juggling.
0: Yeah. So, okay, what was the moment you realized See. you were in love with your partner?
1: When I was willing to let you go.
0: That was it for me, too, because I went, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. So we're thinking of the same situation yes. we we kept talking about how we were friends we were friends you were you were a dominant you were doing we had this little bit of power exchange going mm-hmm. um but we weren't in a relationship and you were explaining to me that if I came, met another dominant, they were probably not gonna want me to be friends with you anymore which knowing what I now understand about, Platonic friends shouldn't even be in the mm-hmm. part of the discussion. Like, that still kind of pissed me off when we had that conversation. But now, understanding what I do about non monogamy and how where I stand on it, I'd have been like, well, that person clearly couldn't be right for me because well, they wouldn't, uh, the kind yeah. of partner I want to be with would not have been threatened mm-hmm. by or felt threatened by me being friends with another dominant. But I knew what you meant, which was like, I'm not going to be able to do these things for you if you have a partner who is your dominant partner. And I got pissed.
1: You did. <laughs> You like did. well i don't and, want a fucking
0: dom who's not gonna
1: and you know at, at that at that time in my life i did not understand there was a thing as ethical non-monogamy right um didn't know such a thing existed um plus i was looking at things through lens of high protocol sure because again that was something we were that nowhere
0: near daddy we, and baby girl that no point.
1: we we mm-hmm. were nowhere near that at that mm-hmm. point And, and the community I was part of at that time was immersed in high protocol. Sure. You know, so that was
0: my, I understood where you were coming from because Mm -hmm. my limited knowledge of power exchange at the time, it, it tracked with that thinking, like that possessiveness of dominance Mm -hmm. of that's my submissive. And like, I found that hot. Until I was like, who is this imaginary dominant who's going to tell me who I'm allowed to be friends with? No, I'm not giving you up. That for me was, see, it's funny. You knew you loved me when you you talked about get, having to give me up. And I knew I loved you when I was like, I'm not giving him up. Fuck that imaginary dominant. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> so here's what was happening while that Conversation and realization was happening. Yeah. You were doing very romantic things. You had sent me flowers for Valentine's Day, which oh, mm-hmm. the office girlies just yeah. loved. <laughs> um, we were—I was sharing an office with a coworker, and so she was seeing me constantly on my phone texting, or <laughs> she would be there when you might call, and I'd have a few minutes to talk to you or whatever. And she and I kept when people would ask me, like, "No, no, we're not serious. No, no, it's it's casual. We're friends. We're friends." And she love her to death. She's um, from the UK, very, like, kind of a, one of those, like, really proper British accents, and I'm not going to try and do it, don't worry. But just, like, imagine that, like, like royalty talking to you, and she was like, darling, (laughs) who are you fooling? And I was like, okay, you're right. (laughs) I think even, well, you and I were on the side having that conversation about how well... When you yeah. meet a dominant, this won't, can't continue. I'm having, at work, I'm having the conversation with her where she's like, are you fucking kidding me? While you had given me a necklace that was not a collar, but it was mm-hmm. an, and I'm playing with <laughs> necklace. Because when I'm thinking about you, now it's an, a very unconscious thing, I don't, but... Uh, When Mm -hmm. we were long distance, if I wanted to like feel you or I was thinking about you, I'd grab whatever I was wearing around my neck that you had given me. And I was doing that then telling her with a total straight face, no, we're just friends. We're just friends. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next. How have you both grown together as a couple?
2: Ooh. (laughs) Ooh.
1: I
0: think we've put aside some of our fantasy thoughts about power exchange together true we've we've broadened true. our horizons and expanded our understanding of what power mm-hmm. exchange
1: means and can look like that is that is true that is very true we we definitely have um you know especially when it comes to day-to-day life and all the oh bullshit God, yeah. it can throw at you Oh God, so yeah. that that is definitely one way that we have grown um i think the other thing which sometimes is still a struggle for me is Opening up to you about things that are going on with me. Oh, yeah.
0: I get so pissed off at you because by the time you finally yeah. do it, it's been like days, sometimes even weeks of like walking on eggshells, knowing something's not right. But can't get you to just tell mm-hmm. me like and then you've built it up every time you've built it up in your head and it's bigger in your head. And then you say the thing out loud. And I'm like, oh, well, here's the <laughs> solution. Here's the thing we can mm-hmm. try. Here's what I think. My favorite is where you don't want to tell me something because you're afraid of what I think or what I'll say because you're remembering previous relationships, bad tapes is what we call those. And uh, then you finally say it, usually after I've bullied you. Um, And then I have not a toxic response and you go, oh, like we've been doing this 10 years now. Like get with the program, just fucking tell me. I'll find out eventually. (laughs) Yes, you you know, as an individual, you have grown in that way that you you open up more. Like, you still have that Mm -hmm. immediate reaction to kind of go in and become self protective is when you're being Mm -hmm. your most grumpy polar bear self. (laughs) Because you lash out and you're snappish and you're like, not like, you're not mean, you're not awful, but you're not very nice. And I have learned how to recognize when it's something internal. There's something's on your mind, something's happened, something, and you were chewing on something. When I, when some I start feelings. having
1: a conversation with myself and you see the hands Look, going. you did it
0: at the dinner table the other night in front of all of us. And you did not like that I called you out <laughs> and was like, because when he does hand movements and head bobs, I know he's having a conversation with himself in his head, but he's Italian, so. Half a diamond still and I'm like, "Are you having a conversation with yourself?" And the, and you were embarrassed because I think you think the kids don't notice. <laughs> we all know you do it. <laughs> so then you snapped at me because I called you out. But I was like, in my head, I'm like, "This is just further proof. There's something he's thinking about, and he's not talking about." And I have tried, and I. I mean, I'm a work in progress. I've tried to be more patient with you and let you just finally tell me. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is if I don't push you a little bit,
1: Some, there, yeah. you won't.
0: I have to like almost piss you off, <sighs> which I which I hate. I really like, I I, I know how I come across as, as a mm-hmm. partner and submissive, but I like, Hate pissing you off. I don't want you to be upset. I want you to go, Oh, that's right. I'm thinking some hard things right now. Let me go talk to my baby girl because when I do that, things get solved faster and I don't feel like shit. But you haven't made that connection yet. So we're still growing, is what I'm saying. <laughs> still growing.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 I
0: do think we have a, a more relaxed view of what power exchange can yeah. mean. Um, because, like you said, you're previous experiences were high protocol mine was like the one relationship in every fucking blog i'd ever read and i was drawn to the control and the the almost a little scary side of of that level Mm -hmm. of control but in actually living it it's only fun for a scene and then i got shit to do we i don't have time for this and so i you know in order to have had that kind of the picture we had in our heads, which were similar, but different mm-hmm. of what power exchange was, I would have had to alter myself completely. I would have had to become a completely different person. Uh, you know, and, and I think I could do that for about five minutes and then mm-hmm. no, I could not, not anymore. Well,
1: while, while I I did like the structure of high protocol, um, and, and there are times I do miss it, mm. but I like what we have grown into in that we have fun with it
0: yeah when we can remember that this is supposed to be fun yeah we do have fun with it
1: yep
0: okay what shared experiences or interests bring you closer together well
1: here we sit the
0: fuckery well i was gonna say the (laughs) the absolute fucker. yeah sadist masochist Mm -hmm. daddy baby
1: girl (laughs) yep
0: impact player Top, impact, play, bottom. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Our, we did the episode ages ago on the hierarchy of our, our hierarchy of kink needs and our yeah. base needs align perfectly. Perfectly, The, yeah. the top tier stuff that's it like- It's a little fuzzy. Yeah. But we have our things that are important to us that don't completely align and that's mm-hmm. okay because the basics align- Yes. Almost perfectly. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So yes, I, I believe our interest in kink <laughs> and fuckery has- <laughs> <laughs> nothing else to say there <laughs> okay in what right. ways do you feel your partner has made you a better person
1: <laughs> Podcast Patricio, just, you cannot yes. see the expression on her face I'm right waiting. now i'm waiting
0: oh you're gonna love my answer even though it pisses me off to have to say it do you want me to go first give me time to think no okay
1: um You've made me believe in myself more than I ever have.
0: As you should. Fuck all of them that took that away from you. <laughs> I'll fight all of them. Give me a time machine. Go flick somebody in the back of the head
1: 40, 50 bitch. years I ago. I know. We know.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't, fuck with, don't fuck with me and mine.
0: <laughs> Go ahead. I I'm, I'm not perfect at this. It's a work in progress. You've forced me to become a more patient person. Wow, patience really can fucking work. Not always. Sometimes <laughs> you got to move quickly, <laughs> break shit, and move fast. But most of the time, if you just if you just sit still for five minutes, things will the solution will present itself. It'll work itself out, or it won't be as bad as you were worried about, and you didn't have to do anything. I hate that that's true. I fucking hate that it's true. I do, but. You have taught me to be more patient. And I know from your perspective, it probably does not look like I'm being patient, but I promise you by the time I come to you with a thing, it's pro- these days it's probably been weeks before. I've thought about <laughs> it, researched it, waited, looked for the right opportunity, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm saying something. Or, or the other thing I've learned uh, that oh, with regards to fucking patience is I'll present a thing to you and if you're not immediately on board, I just, I go, okay. And I pull back and I keep doing my research and I have learned, keep your ears open, keep your eyes open. When the opportunity will present itself again. And then it does.
1: Fucking patience. <laughs> okay. The P word.
0: Okay, last question. What are some small everyday moments that make you grateful for your partner? Small everyday moments.
1: Okay. Two things. Okay. Two things. When you make me my iced coffee. I remember you mean? (laughs) (laughs) One time, I give you that. And the other thing, I know this is going to sound silly, Mm -hmm. but um, I look forward to seeing my supplement laying on the napkin.
0: You get very confused when you don't see your probiotic in the morning. You're like what has happened here? I don't, I'm like, (laughs) I haven't had breakfast yet. You'll get, you'll you'll get it. You know, what's funny and I don't know if funny is the right word, but I think it makes sense considering the, the ebb slash flow of life we're in right now. You look forward to it. And so when I haven't gotten to it yet, I haven't sat down for breakfast. I changed up My routine, something is different. Mm -hmm. And you mention it for like half a second. I get annoyed because I forget that it's a thing I'm doing not as a service that you asked me to do, but because I went, I can do this for him because I can yeah. do this for him mm-hmm. and, and I will. And I I don't think I always understand how meaningful that kind of thing can be to you. Even when you're like, where's where's my supplement? I'm like, mm-hmm. it's, see that box right there, right there? <laughs> or give me a minute, uh, just give me a minute. <laughs> but. So now I get to feel the guilt of having been kind of bitchy about that now that I know how much it means to you. <laughs> see? So I apologize for earlier attitude. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Apology accepted, baby girl.
0: But you know, it's one of those things that we've we don't we didn't negotiate. And no, talk we about, didn't. You you So I don't always understand what those things and see, mean when that's we don't talk about
1: why them. it meant it means so much because it's not something we talked about. You just started doing it
0: because you weren't getting your probiotic in regularly. You kept forgetting. Somebody's got to take care of you. Look, I'm sorry. You're going to be a desiccated husk leaning up against the mantle at 120 <laughs> years old with your wheelchair slash walker slash hover scooter thing they have at that point. Okay, I don't know. <clears throat> so yeah I'm gonna take care of your gut health your brain health your heart health all the healths okay we're working on your dick health and your <laughs> prostate health we work on all of it <laughs> so all right
1: now on, to, on my, to you. What are some, here's
0: yeah. my problem okay you do you do meaningful things for me with a, a fairly regular like at a Um, there was a word fairly regularly let me just restructure the sentence but i feel guilt when you do shit for me because i think i'm supposed to do all the shit for you and if you were doing something that i would normally do because you're trying to help me my brain goes look at you over there failing at not getting it done and there's your daddy having to do it i know i know i know so there's a lot of fucking shit you do that I know is one because you're a good person, a good partner, and because you love me and it and it's you taking care of things so that you can take care of me. Mm-hmm. I'm wired badly. So <laughs> those things are acts of love and I know that I have to rewire my brain to remember that. So the things that the small everyday moments Excuse that make me. me grateful for you are also the things that sometimes make me feel like a bad submissive human being. <sighs> wow. So like, like if wow. you know that I've had a long, hard day, but and technically it should be my turn to wash dishes and you do it, mm-hmm. like I know how, it shouldn't be special, it should be like how partners are, but I know how special that is. When you, you know, take care of a thing so I don't have to, when you remember something that you know I'm trying to remember, like when, like those kinds of small little things, they, I I am grateful to you. I just have the problem of thinking I'm supposed to be all things all the time to everyone and do it perfectly. And so I don't always, Grateful. I have to tell myself that was a very nice thing he did. Kayla, feel fucking grateful. That is the appropriate response. <laughs> I will forever and always feel grateful when you bring me a diet coke without me having to ask. Always, always. Like I, I, I have gotten to a point I don't ask very often. When mm-hmm. I ask, like I'm jonesing for one, and I'm right. like, yeah. I don't care if what your, well, I don't care what your plan was. I'm telling you, I need one. <laughs> um.
1: Well, you know, it's funny, folks, when, when we, you know, when we especially when we were having all the band stuff a couple weeks ago, we were eating on the run. I would always order a Diet Coke mm-hmm. with my meal. Um, I'd end up taking a couple sips and then I'd hand the cup off to her.
0: I never recognized that for what it was till you finally like just fucking told me. You can't sometimes you can't be subtle with me. You better tell me, or you will not get the reaction. Like you know, I started teasing you. I was like, oh, you can never finish a Diet Coke and finally you realized who you were dealing with and you went, Do you under do you know what I'm doing? And I'm like, no, I'm clueless. I'm totally clueless. I mean, every every day something happens and I go. There's no way I'm neurotypical. There's just no way. There's no fucking way. The, the wiring up here got crossed somewhere along I mean, the way. There's
1: no way. I was more shocked that you realized what I was doing with the AC when we went to bed. It took me a minute. It took it me a few t- days. It did take you a little bit. Of, okay.
0: <laughs> but okay. I
1: did finally figure it out. So okay. when we go to bed All at
0: right. night, okay, we. We keep our house warmer than I would like because I am combustible. Thanks perimenopause. But JB is always cold. Um, he gets cold when he should not be cold. Like I, <laughs> go, go to a doctor, man. Um, but at night, while we're getting, we're doing our nightly routine mm-hmm. and we're in bed and you're reading and I'm playing a game and it might be 45 minutes some nights. It just depends on when we finally like get tired enough. Um, he bumps the air to a place I would like it to live at, which is still <laughs> would still be warm for some people. I would love it to live there, but we're trying to watch our electric bill.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and for like a good hour or so, I mean it. It's cold enough because of where the vent is in our bedroom. It's blowing directly on me. I fucking love it. I'm like, I, if I could, I'd just starfish in the bed and let that cold air hit every it gets crevice. So cold, my
1: nipples hurt. <laughs>
0: I get cold enough that my toes ache and I fucking love it because I know that one you're going to put your cold body up against my hot body when we go to bed and then I'm going to be Mm warm. I'm going to stay warm after being cool and then I'm going to wake up five or six times because I'm so damn hot. So I fucking love getting that cold knowing that it's for a temporary Mm -hmm. amount of time. And I noticed that it was happening regularly. Like for a while it wasn't happening. It was just it was whatever it was. And I was constantly complaining, like, I, I'm, not, I'm not cool enough. I don't think you're even cool enough. And then I noticed for a couple nights in a row that we got cold and it was delightful. And then finally, like on the third or fourth day, I saw you have, cause the app to the AC is on his phone. I saw you doing something on your phone before or after doing the weather. Mm-hmm. And it finally clicked, <laughs> finally clicked. <laughs> Look, here's here's my new life goal. I want to earn enough money that I don't care about the electric bill.
2: Yeah, wouldn't that <laughs> That's be nice? My goal. Yeah. Now,
0: is that good for the environment? Probably, Probably not. But no, I just I just want to not sweat in my own house. Thanks. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we. <laughs> I I think it's very common and very easy for long term couples relationships, um, to not notice the little things. Mm -hmm. But I think one of the nice things about us and why we're such a good match is we, I don't, I don't wake up in the morning going, what little thing can I do for JB to make his day? But when I see a thing I can do, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. For me, it's easy to kind of like have that thought process because part of, I mean, part of what I love to do for somebody I care about is to do something to make their life a little bit better or easier or to take care of them in some way this is just how I show affection it is how I engage in relationships um when it is done for me I I do feel very special when I can get that guilt thing to shut the fuck up and not you know immediately go in with How I should have taken care of that, and if I just did everything I was supposed to do, I wouldn't need anybody to help me. All that bullshit. When that part of me can shut off, Mm -hmm. yeah, it makes me feel very special. I kind of like feeling special until Mm -hmm. the monster in my head goes, "Who cares if you're special? You're not special." Like, yeah, kids are right. I need to be medicated. Let's just (laughs) so. So, those are, the questions. Those are all the questions. So, question for you. Oh, Last follow up question. Follow
1: up question. Oh, goodness.
0: I was going to say, do you or do you not feel bonita? But no. <laughs> um, do you now feel back in touch uh, with remembering how much you love me? Nah. God damn it. <laughs> do you feel reconnected yes okay i was a i don't know why i would be surprised by this because it it totally makes sense i was a little surprised that some of the things that we both went yeah that and we both feel the same way about the Mm -hmm. same thing or had like the moment we knew we were in love was two sides of the same coin right yeah oh god are we being disgustingly cute again probably Ah, I can live. Yeah. It's been a long time since i felt disgustingly cute with you. <laughs> Life's been a slog. It's not yeah. a lot of time or room for no. cuteness. So if mm-hmm. we have to manufacture it during a live stream,
2: okay. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, if you want to, I'm going to have the questions in the show notes for the podcast. Mm-hmm. But if, like, you're watching on YouTube or even in, in on the podcast, if you want to, like, watch the real from therapy jeff yourself answer a few of these questions you can um the the point of this was not to to tell anybody that they should think the way we do or feel the way we do but Mm -hmm. it was just a good reminder for you long-term uh relationships out there that maybe you know you're in an ebb instead of a flow of life and things are tough and Mm -hmm. you know vanilla life's kicking your ass maybe sit down and like do some of these questions together and Rem- verbally remind one another right. of what you already know, but when the knowing of it can get pushed to the push to the back to the back, right?
1: to the back burner, because it's yeah. a
0: constant. It's a I know right. this, so I don't have to think about mm-hmm. this. Right.
1: It's good to bring it out to see the light it once is. in a while. It is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So before we go into a bonus section, just a reminder: we will be going live on YouTube Friday, May nineteenth at nine thirty p.m. Eastern. Uh, we typically stay around till midnight mm-hmm. Eastern our time. Um, and we do have things to do the next day, but nothing that means we have to get up at a crazy early hour, so we should stay around till midnight. Um, we will be off the next two Wednesdays, um, mm-hmm. maybe some random streams to test stuff, but I couldn't tell you when, that's why they would be random.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and if you are looking for ways to like, figure yourself out as a kingster, have your power exchange relationship, like work better for both of you, uh, check out our uh, BDSM workbooks on our Etsy shop link in the places. Mm-hmm. There we go. I did the yeah. thing. We can do a bonus section right. now.
1: So are we good? I don't know. Keep, Keep it, it kinky, kinky y'all.
0: y'all. Um, we'll we'll see you in June. We'll see you May nineteenth, and then we'll see you in June.
1: Yes, baby girl.
0: Can't talk to the crickets, please.
1: Well, I suppose you could.
0: I mean, you could talk to the crickets if you want, but somebody's right. gotta talk I to could. the crickets. I mean, we can't just leave them out there hanging. That's not fair to the crickets.
1: Yeah, well, you know. I mean, the the, the crickets do hang out here. They, you know, expect somebody to be talking to them. So
0: I mean, in the lot li- the crickets in the live chat on YouTube, they don't need us. True. But podcast listeners are presumably listening most likely by themselves, maybe with a partner or a friend. Mm-hmm. But you know, usually, sometimes it's the toll worker as they That's roll down true, the window. they roll down
1: yeah. the window to pay the toll, they yeah, go, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've, yeah. We've definitely. We've, we've, we've had that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So I, I guess, you know, since the folks are expecting bonus section, you can go ahead and talk to the crickets.
0: Okay. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if, wow. if I could hold a thought in my head for more than about half a second, I got plenty. But I am absolutely in a m- period right now, this week so far, where I can't keep information in my brain yeah. truly longer than about 30 seconds. Right? It's been a, it, That part's been rough this week, I don't know. I almost signed a school-related email <laughs> as Kayla. I almost signed a... Sex writer related email as my legal name. I was in the correct email account, like it was going, to, gonna be sent from the right email, but signing my fucking name. Nope, yeah. nope, nope, nope. nope.
1: So there, there, there was some some talk in the live chat about gray hair.
0: Yeah, I I, hide mine with turquoise.
1: She, she I've embraced mine. I've I've embraced mine for years. I I look at it as a badge of honor. <laughs> at this point
0: you know i feel like y'all anybody Especially who the beard saw the the live streams <laughs> and the videos for the year ish that i didn't go get my hair done blah 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 um i tried to embrace it when i look mm-hmm. in the mirror when my hair is not dyed i do not recognize myself i do not know that person
2: mm.
0: and mm. i i don't in my mind i don't Feel stigma around gray hair. Like I don't feel a sense of shame. I don't. I've never been told like it's a bad thing or that I should hide yeah. it or, or whatever. Um, I don't know. Like uh, therapy time. Um, if I were to dig into it a little bit, maybe. And this is a this is a stretch. Like not everything has to have some deep hidden meaning. Some things can just be. I'm aware,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but. My mom is now in her 60s and she gets her hair dyed and it's it it looks good on her. It is not one of those sort of unnatural like that tone doesn't match anything mm-hmm. about you. It looks like you put black paint on your head, which, hey, if you like that look, go for it. But like my mom has always been like, I wanna stay subtle and natural and whatever. But the one time I saw her for about half a minute with, a, it was just her roots actually gray hair was in the six to eight weeks after my dad died and essentially the stress and grief turned her hair solid because it had been salt and pepper prior to right before he died. Mm-hmm. And, um, I do think I look at, and then the majority of my silver hair that came in and the grays I was starting to get, cause it was very much a salt and pepper thing. Um, I attribute to stress, and strife as well um and i think if i'm psychoanalyzing myself a little bit it, that could be it that it's for me it's not a march marker of aging gracefully of just getting older mm-hmm. i don't like i find gray hair and salt and pepper hair and white hair very beautiful on other people i think on me it's a reminder of how bad things have gotten at times like it was also a reminder of oh you can't afford to color your hair i can't afford it now but i make it work uh, <laughs> you can't afford to color your hair and i think there was a little bit of that too so i think if i was to go- let myself go gray or whatever it is naturally mm-hmm. underneath all this because not because i didn't feel like i had a choice and it was the responsible choice to make but because i really truly wanted to maybe i would feel differently about it
1: maybe yeah. But so. um, yeah, and um, as as Kayla mentioned a couple of times, we we will be taking a break for two weeks, um, and I believe it was Silent Silent Wing who mentioned the um, software XSplit. Yeah, and and I started looking into it, you know, looking up the software, looking at different reviews, um, different things like that, different tutorials, and and I was fairly impressed by it by what I saw Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and and that is one of the things that we're um, we're planning on doing over the break Uh, I'm gonna download the software on onto the computer here that we use for streaming and uh, I'm gonna play with it a little bit and see you know if it is something that will meet our needs and and be a better fit than OBS OBS has been great for us for a long time It's great
0: until it's not great yeah and I know there's a shit ton of features we're not using in OBS true um, True. I like that we, and we could have done this before this with mm-hmm. OBS or whatever, but I like that we're, and I believe that we will use the time wisely. We've tried this before and then not use the time wisely. Yeah. But I I like that we're being intentional with this. And, you know, you've been watching tutorials and you're like, oh, we have these features and these features. I'm like, perfect. Mm-hmm. I want those features. Right. Now let's right. actually. That's why,
1: that's why I've been yeah. been mentioning it as, as I've been finding them. So, um, you know, yeah, Kayla's right. There may be moments when we just kind of. Both or one of us just kind of pop up online and you know, do a we got to test it and see what a, it looks do a like thing and, and, and test. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I'm seeing, uh, with um, XSplit, we mm-hmm. may be even able to put that Elgato to use that we've had in the closet oh now for a while. Um, it, it looks like it's compatible with that. So, you know, yeah, there, there are things that I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to uh, to digging into that and playing with that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we are, we are gonna have stuff going on in the next couple of weeks with uh, the end of school coming up and, and graduation. It um, <laughs> was kind of funny, at least to us. Um, you know, one, one of the things that, that we, I had, I had not seen this until we moved here to Ocala. Um, you know, when, when families have seniors they have these little poster signs made yeah, up that like they put in the yard, signs. yard signs, usually with
0: like their senior portrait or their mm-hmm. cap and gown portrait or something. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. And they'll they'll put them in their in in their yard. Um, our oldest was dead set against that.
0: Also, they're like forty bucks a pop, and, and, and they're
1: and and they're and they're and they're a bit <gasps> pricey. Yeah, for the. Yeah. For for something that's gonna sit in the yard for a couple weeks and then right and then you, know, you
0: never have a use for it again. Right, <laughs> right. Do it with it now.
1: So you know, life has a funny way. It does of, of happening. Uh, last weekend we were at the oldest uh, band award mm-hmm. ceremony where
0: he was highly honored. Several things. It was. I was yeah, it, it, it was. It was really mom nice to was see.
1: Full. <laughs> yeah, it, it it was really nice to see. And, um, as a senior and as someone who was in band, uh, the school, the band, Band or the band, Mm -hmm. the band, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, the, the band had, um, these banners, banners made up
0: for each senior, for each senior. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. And, and it had, um, the, you know, picture of him and, you know, Mm -hmm. class of, 2023,
0: you know, yada, yada, yada. Blah, blah,
1: blah, band, blah, blah, blah. So at, you know, and they had these hanging up at the school Mm -hmm. through the Mm -hmm. year. And at the ceremony, he was, in addition to his awards, he was given this banner.
0: So you got crafty.
1: It worked out in our favor. Kayla went to him and said, do you want us to take your... Certificates and, and medals and home, home, so it didn't. So it didn't get lost in the bowels of the car. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Yes, please. Otherwise, that's exactly what would happen." So we got home. While we're driving home, I'm, I'm having thoughts. So I told Kayla, I said, "I want that banner. Do not put that in his room. Give that to me." And she gave me. I put it on the side. Monday morning, I got to work, and I dug out some PVC pipe, and I made a frame, and I put it up in the yard.
0: So we didn't have. We spent six dollars.
1: Six dollars because I I I needed a couple pieces of. And it's a like a life-size banner. Like it's
0: only him from like waist up, but the part of the picture is life-size. This is. (laughs) If he stands next to it, you're like, yeah, that's about your size. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's his little cheesy grinning face yep. staring in, out in his, at the in road.
1: In his band uniform, yeah. <laughs> the,
0: the, he was not happy. The 13-year-old went, well, that was just wrong. I went, no, it's great. We're very proud. I said, wait right. till it's your turn. He goes, no, I, I no, you're not doing this to me. <laughs> like, if they hand me a banner, probably. <laughs> right. So, yeah, now I mean, we're not on a massively busy street. Most no. of the neighbors know one another. Like it's not like you know, randos who are yeah. whatever. But yeah, it's it's a little bit of proof of no, look, we do have a kid. No, you I've had a few neighbors go, "I never you have kids, right? I never see your boys. I'm like, I don't <laughs> right. know how to explain to these folks that I have indoor cat children and right. you're not gonna see them now, mm-hmm. now. The neighborhood gets to see at least one of them in five years' time. They'll get to, you get see, to see the, the other,
1: other one, one. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, so yeah, we, it was it was kind of funny how that worked out, you know. Oh, and, he did not like it. Oh, he, I had. Just finished putting it up in the yard and I was walking back into the garage when he pulled up. And and I just kinda you know, I I looked up and he was getting out of the car and he looked at me and and he gave me the death stare.
0: I fully expect to wake up one morning and find it like in pieces or like just not
1: in the yard anymore. But they've, they've left it alone. They've left it alone.
0: So yeah. You got, you got to have your little moment of fun. Yeah. I, you know what? I didn't, once the kid was like, I don't want a yard sign. And I saw the price on, I'm not paying 40 well, bucks for yeah. that. Right. I was like, okay, it's fine. I don't, I'm, I, I don't need this. You know, I didn't have mm-hmm. of course, it. Of so it's a big deal. But then when you put the banner up, I went, there's my baby. And I was so <laughs> proud. <Right? laughs> I was so proud. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, the, um. The next we've been talking about, it's just been wild and crazy around here. It's a little bit quiet right now. All the band parent stuff is done. Um, The oldest goes on his Mm -hmm. band trip on Saturday. The youngest is limping towards the finish line of seventh grade. Um, I've been in constant contact with a couple of his teachers and one of his, partly because it was like his first semester grades were so bad that if he did not do at least passably decent second semester, he might have to do, do summer school or whatever. And the thing is, is, if his problem was a comprehension problem where he was not understanding the concepts, it'd be like, okay, we gotta do what we gotta do so he understands this stuff. But it's mm-hmm. his own executive dysfunction and just being a teenage child of can't stay organized, can't remember stuff, like it, it's just, it's been a little bit rough, but I was like, we got, and I told him, I was like, we gotta get you through the end of this semester with passing grades so you don't have to do summer school which would be sitting at a computer at school doing self-directed assignments so not even engaging or Mm -mm. interesting not because he needs the comprehension help but because he was he missed assignments throughout the year like poorly like bad big big missed assignments but still so like this is not no i don't let's try to avoid this if we can so i've been in serious conversation with a few of his teachers because those were where his grades were the worst and one of his teachers said to me she went look if he can get xyz done semi-well we can get him through and passing She was like it might not be pretty but he will pass yeah she sent me an email this morning and went look with the stuff he's turned in the grades he's gotten so far final grade is status quo final grade will be a c and i went that's the ugliest C we, anybody's ever earned, but here we are. I'll take it.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and like we've got one more teacher where it's like right now he's sitting at a D, which is which is enough, which is enough. But it's like can we, can we edge it up to that C level? I'll take C's if that's the best we can get. That's mm. fine. Um, and we've got a lot of plans for next year to hopefully help him. Yeah. Um, he's a lot of plans for this summer. To I'm just looking forward to, the, and I know he is. God knows, I know he is. Looking forward to the break from fucking school. Right. Like, pl- please, I'm. Last night, he, um, I, when I say I help, I mostly facilitated. He had a project that he's been working on in class and he had to finish up because it was due today um i finally got to be the crafty mom we broke out the cricket for some of this stuff i was like you want you don't want to hand cut these you want these to be smooth cut and pretty and i got you let's let's do this i was like what kind of paper we've got construction paper craft paper copy paper cardstock. what do you need and i went when did i become this mom because i am not that mom um because the oldest didn't need me for this kind of stuff he would wait to the last minute and take the dopamine rush of doing shit under pressure, Mm -hmm. but he didn't get lost in the step-by-step stuff the way the youngest does. Tonight, we got to do a math project that he's had for a month, but he forgot and then was convinced that the teacher never mentioned again. I was (laughs) like, that can't possibly
2: be true.
0: So we are doing what he had a month to do. We gonna do it in one night. Now, when I say we, again, I'm here to facilitate, meaning let's, t- I, my job, what I do is I walk, talk through ideas with him. Here's what you need to have done. How do you want to get it done? And then I go, do you have questions on how to get it done? And if he doesn't have questions and he can just do it, I step the fuck back. I don't do none of his fucking work for him. I just make fucking sure he can get it done. And. Most of what I have been doing lately at home is working through his overwhelm with him. So he'll all he sees is he's got eight worksheets to do and he's immediately overwhelmed. I'm like, okay, let's break this down. Or he'll see that he's got this big project due and he can't come up even with the idea. I'm like, okay, let's break this down. Um, he thought he was never gonna finish the project that was due today. He had three things he had left to do. And I was like, okay, let's break this down. Like you don't try to do all these things at once. We gonna do these one at a time. So, but if I am this tired, I can only imagine how exhausted he is. Like,
2: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So in the middle of trying to finish that up, my mom will be here next Wednesday. We'll stay till the following Wednesday. She has already, we talked on mother's day and she was like, so on blah, blah, day, I think it was Thursday. She's like, let's go do these five things. And I, and she's like, and it's all my treat. And normally I demure and I go, no, no, this time I went, you know how I am, but I'm gonna say, okay. We can go do these things. You're paying? Okay. I'm
2: going
0: to let you. I'm going to let you live the the mom spending dream, like life of your dreams. That's fine. I'm not going to mm. say no. Normally, I fight against it. go, you don't need to do that, mom. It's fine. Nah. You go right on the head, mom. <laughs> Spend your money. You're fine. I'm not saying no. Mm. I'm not asking for anything, but I'm not saying no. All yeah. right.
1: And Andre asked how my back was doing. Mm, yeah, um, Andre, it's it's doing OK. Um, yeah, I don't have not been wearing the brace. I've not been having the kind of pain that I need to wear the brace. Um, it's it's doing OK. Pain wise, I have not had the pain like I had. Back in the fall Sure. and into into uh, winter, um, Does it remind me that it is still there at times? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, a week ago, uh, Friday, Kayla and I were doing some work in the garage and, uh, I was just walking and all of a sudden my, uh, inner thigh went out on me. (laughs) Your leg went, no, you're not. Leg went, nope, you're not going to do this. Mm -mm. Um, you know, and, and because of the nature of, of my back, I don't always, it does not always manifest as pain. And there are times I get what I affectionately come to know as muscle flutters. <laughs> um, again, not like the insane cramps that I was getting, but, you know, all of a sudden muscle would just kind of like start twitching. ticking, twitching, mm-hmm. you know. So, um it's it's still there it's it's it is what it is and i'm you know i do what i can to you've got an ortho appointment in june yeah
0: i asked when he because the the leg decided not to leg a few times over that weekend right and i went do you want me to contact the ortho office and move your appointment further up? Do we want to go sooner rather than later? And you're like, No, it's fine. I went
1: No, actually what I told her I was like, okay. let's see what happens to the rest of the weekend and if it's still doing this by Monday, yes.
0: It took you a minute to get there. No. You didn't you didn't like me seeing it at first.
1: Well <laughs> Yeah, There was
0: defensiveness when I saw it. And I'm like, what what the hell? Legs aren't supposed to do that. What the hell? I mean, do I overreact a little bit when something is wrong with somebody I love? I mean, maybe, maybe a lot, maybe a lot. But I do it out of love. (laughs) Like when I tell you that I expect your desiccated husk to be leaning up against the mantle, that's what the fuck I mean. But like that husk, we're talking 40, 50 years from now, husk, like not two to three years. Like mm -mm. We've got um, road trips to take and we got fuckery to make and we got shit to do. So when your legs want to go out on you, I consider that a problem and would like to call a doctor.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well... We both know what the next step is if, you know. I, so well, we think we do. We think, and part yeah. of it is
0: the insurance is going to slow roll that as much as they can. Right. So right, we right. don't... Uh. Yeah.
1: But anyway, mm-hmm. you know. So it, it, it kind of is what it is. It's doing as good as it can be. And, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: So, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're here. Yeah. It's where I am... Um, I can't say I'm looking forward to the graduation because we have to sit in a crowd of lots of people I don't know nor do I care about uh, <laughs> in the Florida heat. We're an hour and a half apparently. Right. So that's not And bad. it is early morning, it so. Is, but I'm not looking forward to that either. Well, um, And there's no assigned seating or tickets. It's a first come first serve. And I'm like, oh As
1: long as we can bring coffee, I don't care.
0: I don't know if you can or not. I guess it'll sit in the car. I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna look cute. Like that's already been predetermined. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm gonna cry like a baby. You, you have been lately reminding me of how I was when these children were much younger. Yes. And I was like, I'm ready. When, when do they get old enough to move out? And now-
1: Now it is upon us.
0: It is upon us and it just doesn't feel real. And I want it to happen, but also, what? How? No, really? This is a new, I've unlocked a new level of mom anxiety so fun times uh, we'll we'll unlock it further we'll level up when i leave what i consider a small child in an apartment by his yeah. lonesome was well, allowed to do that i don't understand
1: <laughs> it, it was funny this morning he'll be
0: 18 y'all i yeah. need to get over myself the,
1: this morning when i was talking with to the oldest um as a, as a senior tomorrow is his last day of school.
0: And he's only got one class. So it's not like it's a day of school. Right.
1: And, um, you know, the end of school is actually next week, next week. Mm -hmm. So he, he'll be, you know, as a senior, he'll be leaving earlier than everybody else. So I asked him this morning, I said, does it feel real to you yet? Does it, you know, has it really, you know, kind of sunk in that, you know, your last day of school tomorrow and you'll be graduating in in a week and a half and he kind of had to you know see him kind of thinking about it and he was like yeah kind of mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah I last day of school tomorrow it's like one class which he might not even have to go to that because that class is doing it's an AP class and it's having its AP test today Mm -hmm. so there's literally nothing left tomorrow so I don't know if he'll even go to that and then he goes to work at 12 and works from 12 to 10. He's like I'm gonna say it wrong because I'm an an old lady he goes mom I gotta get get that bag make that bag I don't remember how the expression goes but that Gen Z slang about making money he's like I'm a work and I went i love to hear it who is this child Because this is not this Mm -mm. is not the child
1: Mm -mm. Mm -mm.
0: from his previous job no um well i you know
1: from where he's working now it's like day and night yeah so yeah Yeah. yeah. i mean but also
0: he's day and night he's matured so much just in the past year he has and and oh my gosh like I know it is not necessary or accessible for everybody but oh my god the power of the right dosage of medication yeah when you have something that can be helped with medication like holy fucking shit I think I like I don't even think about the sheer amount of money that all of this costs. I'm like mm-hmm. look at the difference
1: yeah here's what yeah. happens
0: when you get helped to manage whatever your thing at, like cool mm-hmm. mind fucking blown
1: yeah
0: so. Yeah, I'm gonna, I think I'll be going through my own existential crises, Mm -hmm. at least until probably we get him moved in to his apartment and a good, I give myself a good five to 10 business days after that to just be like, what the fuck even is life right now?
1: I'll keep you distracted.
0: I mean, hopefully in good ways. (laughs) I would, I would (laughs) love distractions (laughs) that are not stressful. That's, that's what I'm here for. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah
0: yeah i don't know it's it's wild so anyway we have rambled because we know we're gonna be gone for a couple weeks and Mm. we tend to do that right before we're gonna be gone it's a longer episode so uh if we could not be educational we hope we were entertaining (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um we love y'all we appreciate Mm. every one of you thanks for Um, joining us yeah we uh we're gonna go and get other things done now uh and we'll see you hopefully this coming friday for podcast listeners today today the day the episode goes out today uh <laughs> <laughs> and then after that we'll we'll see you in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. okay love you bye,
2: bye. bye.